0: You are now listening to Rest Days. Before we dive into this week's episode, it's important for us to note that some of the topics we cover could be triggering. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Rest Days. I am your co-host, Maria Sylvester Terry, and with me always is... Me, Lauren Lavelle. And today we're talking about hydration. This is the hydration episode. We are talking about what, how, when, why, where, all the things about hydration. Does coffee count? Does seltzer count? How are we drinking water? Are we even getting enough? And a couple of our tips for you to drink more water if you need it. It would not be an episode of Rust Days without a little clickbait. And Lauren, today we're talking hydration clickbaits, which I always kind of go to these highly emotionally supportive cups. Emotional support beverages. I think it's clickbait. Emotional? You think it's clickbait? I think it's clickbait. These cups... The Hydra Flask, the Stanley Cup. Let's talk about it.
0: Alright, so I definitely think that there is a there is a a, a group or maybe a clique. Maybe a, maybe clicks are forming. Clicks are forming around um, water vessels, we'll say. Mm-hmm. We'll call them vessels. <laughs> some, of, some of these things are like first of all, I cannot stop laughing over Stanley Cup, over us trying to Google Stanley Cup and a baby Stanley Cup. <laughs> <laughs>
1: didn't even realize that it would come up. I was like, yes, Stanley Cup. And then there it was, the Stanley Stanley. (laughs) Cup. Yeah. That was, so first of all, I love that. That
0: element just um, gave me so much joy. But yeah, Stanley Cup's have taken over um, TikTok for real. And then there's also the classic and dedicated Hydro Flask people, which I think have been, you know, they've been around a little longer as far as, like, that girl. Sure. The Hydro Flask has been that girl. Um, And I think that there might be little groups forming
1: There's There's certainly allegiances to be had. Yeah. Uh, because hydration is essentially a a social sport. Now we are all just out here talking about how we're staying hydrated or trying to stay hydrated. Like it's our biggest problem. I'm
0: I'm fighting, fighting the urge to say water sports because that's not what that means. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's not what that means. Also, not a sport. Um, well, maybe, I don't know. Okay, yes, but there's definitely, like, there's definitely a vibe around being well hydrated, and I think that we can get into this later, but, like, I, I was definitely a dehydrated-ass kid. Um, <laughs> like, like, they were, like, three, two, one at the water fountain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, they would count us down because there would be a line of us just, like, with these sandpaper tongues Yes, desperate and just for the water. One kid,
0: the kid right in front of me just putting their whole mouth over the whole apparatus. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, I need to run it for at least 10 seconds to get that kid's freaking mouth off of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that the Stanley and the Hydro Flask are... Stanley and Hydro Flask, are you listening? <laughs> Please. Help us settle the debate, um, but I think they're great. I, 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 honestly, I know they're clickbaitable, but I think they're both great um, as far as like getting people to feel more comfortable and confident hydrating.
1: Yes, I will say that my mom is someone who's always dehydrated, never wants to drink water, doesn't like the taste of water. And she got a Yeti cup and that was it. I got our Corksicle. I got her a bunch of different cups, but the Yeti cup was her gateway into being hydrated. And I think when you find the right vessel, you realize, oh, I'm, I am Yeti was definitely attached. the other one. Yeti yeah, is the Yeti other is one. Yeti is up there.
0: It's up yes.
1: there. Yes. Uh, so um. I definitely feel as though the vessel can be the gateway for you staying hydrated. So I understand the allegiances. I understand how potent this conversation can be for some people.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think that if we're talking about like water clickbaits, we can move on to our favorite, which is hydration powders. Um, you know that we're both fans mm-hmm. of hydration powder, but <laughs> what we have discussed is that now the hydration powders have started fighting each other in ads. Like, it's, it is like a political campaign. It's like, did you know? <laughs> This hydration powder contains
1: whatever it is, yeah.
0: sand.
1: Right. <laughs> like, just like, oh, my God, it does. Yeah, they're <laughs> revealing the affairs and the poor voting decisions of all these other powders. But this powder is 94% less sugar and 200% less sodium and whatever it is you're going to hear about each product. It's always something slanderous against one company and boosting themselves up. They are hysterical and they're also very enticing. Again, meeting the needs of a clickbait ad. It's like, you can't stop watching, but you're also like, this is, this is about powder. (laughs) This isn't, this isn't that serious. Yeah, I think my thing
0: with it, with a hydration powder is when I see, you know, we all know who, we all know who's running the show. It is Liquid IV. They've been, they've been running the game. So it seems like the other powders are like angling themselves as better as that one, which like, again, go off. This is what the market looks like, right? Um I think there's a lot of like what we would call greenwashing or like Mm -hmm. diet washing or whatever you want to call it of that based on the ingredients that are in it, which I think feeds into like diet culture.
1: Completely. I couldn't agree more. There's always something in like what I mean that someone asks me about that. They're just like, that can't be right. That can't be good. It's like, well, what do you think is going to hydrate you? Because typically it is a balance of electrolytes, water, and sugar in some capacity. So it's interesting to see the other brands really hit um, from the angle of dieting or wellness or just betterness. It's like, well, maybe I don't want my water to taste like more stevia. And so there's also so much more to drinking water than like diet culture. It's also your life source. A huge percentage of your body is made up of water. So it's interesting to see them go for each other's throats. And yet it does come down to consumer preference too. Like, do you like the taste of it? Totally. And that's why I think that
0: having these types of options, again, like something like Mio is another option that's not necessarily like posing itself as like a hydration powder but encouraging people who don't like the taste of water. We already mentioned one, your lovely mother doesn't like the (laughs) taste of water, which to me is wild because I'm like always just always water, 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 water. Scott is a big, you know, he's always had a huge container by the, by his side of the bed, water person. Um, but I realized that like, I didn't grow up in a family like that. I grew up with water haters. Um, my grandma has been dosing her water with like little flavored things forever um, just to stay a little bit more hydrated. So I think I think that having the options, great. Like more options for the vessel, more options for the uh, powders and flavorings. But I also just think, yeah, I can get into that loop where it is a clickbait. It is like a, a diet-y thing. When you're listing like, the macros or whatever of the powder, like, you know?
1: Yeah, right. I mean, when it comes down to it, it's it's two teaspoons of sugar (laughs) and it's like, it's ten grams of your carbs or whatever it might be. It feels so heavy and it's just 16 ounces of water. You've got plenty more to go for the rest of the day. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Like, dang. Lauren,
1: something else I was thinking about is how the marketing of the science of hydration also brings into question, like, is this real or not? And we talked about this last week with clickbait sort of creating a false reality. And I saw this with like, what I be calling something a multiplier? Mm -hmm. a hydration or an energy multiplier. And so folks take that really literally. They're like, well, what is this system that they talk about that they created on the back of their packaging? It's like they didn't create anything. They just named it, created a really layman's term sort of approach to understanding hydration. They put some pictures on it and we think they created it. And it's sort of like, well, a lot of the things we're hearing about with hydration are just rooted in basic understanding of hydration and it becomes... Blown out of proportion to sell a product, of course.
0: Totally, it's like it, we like we could watch an episode of The Magic School Bus to so teach us like how all these things interact and like create the best hydration environment. Um,
1: which right. be, I don't right. know is that in our future? Um, I would love that for us. Wow, <laughs> I feel like that's next. That's the next frontier for us, but.
0: I think that, like, I think when it comes down to it, like you said, it is all it is all for the clickbait. It is all for the eyes, for the, for the fanfare. Um, and, you know, I'm here for a lot of it.
1: I love it. <laughs> Honestly, I live here. I'm always sweating. Uh, I'm probably going to partake for sure.
0: So we are going to continue this episode with a game. Because why not? Right? Like yes. we're doing, we're doing a game show for every episode. I think <laughs> um, you, You're here on a special day. There's another game, but we're going to do another round of this or that, that I thought would be fun, hydration based. And I know I'm going to learn some things about you. I know I'm going to sure. learn some things like number one, this or that. So I'll let you answer first, and then you can give, you know, a little reason why, and I'll give you, I'll give you, fill you in on the way. Sounds sounds like a game. Hydration, this or that. Number one, straw or no straw?
1: Straw, all the time. Love my straws, need to clean them with that little tiny brush, and I just love my reusable straws. I drink so much more water with it. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, I, pro- I'm probably someone who should be using a straw because <laughs> you've seen me drink anything. Um, but I'm mostly a naw And I think that all of these are going to be like, you know, the nuance that we bring, but it's like maybe with one or two of my uh, mm. particular vessels, I'm like, Oh, you know, it would take this up a notch, a straw. <laughs> um, but in most of my water drinking, I'm just, again, I'm just opening my mouth and just trying to do this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. And um, I'll let you interpret that as you will. Next one, <laughs> iced or room temperature or the really, the really niche, uh, warm. Some people drink their water warm.
1: Iced. I go through maybe two trays of ice a day.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm living that I'm living that uh, good life with the ice maker on mm. my fridge. And mm. I only have to like, beat the shit out of it every like, uh, three or four weeks because the ice gets into a situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hear you. I I am, I'm iced a couple sips to revive myself and then the ice will melt by the time I come back. But yes, <laughs> my intention is iced. Uh <laughs> This one is definitely for you. Plain or bubbly?
1: Nine out of ten times bubbly. I love that we said plain. <laughs> plain. It's sad or bubbly? <laughs> <laughs> plain
0: um, or bubbly. I,
1: I like bubbly, uh, and I'll put it in a Mardi Gras cup such as this. You know, a Mardi Gras cup is something I throw from a Mardi Gras uh, float, and so we have lots of these plastic cups that we get to use. Is it like and- a sporting
0: event cup? Like like you would get it, like the Eagles promo cup? Yes,
1: exactly like okay. that. Just, okay. you know, hard plastic. This one's holographic, very fun. Mm-hmm. And, I was wondering. Yeah, and um, I usually load it with ice, and then I can fit one or two seltzers in some of these cups, which is awesome.
0: Two seltzers? Well, I remember when you were at my house, mm-hmm. and you were just like, yeah, seltzering me out of house and home.
1: <laughs> I was nervous. I was like, I don't think I have enough water for myself, I should have brought some. I do love it and I don't get heartburn from it. Some some of my clients do, so I honor that it's not for everybody.
0: Yeah, um when I drink a bubble water, I feel like I'm doing a fancy. So I'm I'm a mostly flat water, plain water drinker. I also think it helps me gauge my hydration a little bit better to drink plain water. Mm, I don't know if that makes sense. Um, It's just how I feel about it, like how it feels on the tongue, the mouthfeel, if you will. Um, (laughs) Flavor or no flavor. So what I mean by that is what you called spa water or what, you know, we're giving a lemon. Is there a lemon in there? Is it basically a salad in a water bottle or are you going no salad in your water bottle?
1: Yeah, usually no salad. There was a time in my life where I was really into the infuser cups and adding all of the fruit in that little vessel mm-hmm. in the middle, and not anymore. I, I used to do frozen mango and pineapple, and it would get so strange looking. By the end, I was repulsed.
0: Yeah, um, I'm. I'm. I'm into it. If someone else is like making it, right? Like again, if it's a fancy, I if will. It's a fancy. I will do it. But it's not like a, a daily necessity for me. Um, okay, so all beverages count as water into your water intake or just water and we'll count seltzer in that so like sure you know your coffee tea juice all those things is that like your total or are you just like i need it to be water
1: uh mixed on this so i have like a a, a goal for a water cup so if i'm drinking out of the same cup all day i usually like uh, eh, three of these would probably help probably mm. feel good uh, I also recognize that I get water from food, from other drinks, even if it is something like tea or coffee that it's like, oh, that doesn't count. Get, it is definitely still mostly water. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, but I try not to lose, lose sleep over that.
0: Um, my grandma literally was like this, like coffee is made with water. So I'm unsure <laughs> of what you're talking about when you say I don't <laughs> drink water. I'm like, okay. Um, I actually don't drink a ton of other beverages. Like I, again, I'm like a beverages are kind of where like my treat center is it lies, you know? Mm. Like there's that there's that joke and like Clara often posts like the fancy and the like the three drinks. Mm-hmm. But I love like a little treat of a beverage. So I'm a mostly water, water, water all day. And I have then a treat beverage where I'm just like, yes, but I would never like try to make, make up most of my like hydration that way. Just because again, it's the, it's the, do I feel hydrated
1: vibe? Right. Um, how, mu- how much could one cup? Co- how much can one woman kombucha could one woman drink? <laughs> oh yeah. And then like, what are the
0: repercussions of that? Like, because, yeah, yeah. You know, too much of a good thing is like, Oh, oh, yeah. Um, Especially when there's like a number of things with fermented food that we can get into. But as a high histamine person, I can't really be doing. Sure. sure. Um,
1: (laughs) Electrolytes or no. Uh, 50 50. I don't they're not an everyday need. I probably have one almost every day, depending on the Mm -hmm. movement or exercise I'm doing or if I had a long run I'd say 50-50. I also see this as beyond water, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, The the post-workout electrolyte iced down Mm. water Mm. is, there's no competition. Like, I mean, maybe there is a competition and that competition is like, if you wake up or you're going to bed super late, you're like, ah, you're like, and then you turn over and you have an ice down electrolyte water. Wow. You are just going to be healed. Um, so yeah, I, I am with you on that one. It's not an all the time, but like I've been, I've been on one this week and I've been really like enjoying my electrolytes. Um, yeah. And the last one is kind of bringing it back to our clickbait. Do you have a preferred vessel to drink your water? I, I think we had to say vessel because sometimes it's not like, is that a cup? Like, is that a bottle? Is I'm currently drinking from a mug. You're drinking from a Mardi Gras cup. Like, So do you have, like I do, an emotional support water bottle or no?
1: Yes, I do. And I rotate. Uh, I'd say amidst like three, but I have several. And I just, uh, I've really pushed some of them away. And they're in the rotation, but they're really on the bench. I'm not using them. I'm pulling them up to the majors when needed. I really Mm -hmm. have a rotation of three that I love. I give them enough time to soak and scrub and keep them really nice. Uh, And I typically am carrying the same cup. It's either in like the crook of my elbow or in my hand wherever I go. Love
0: that! Mm-hmm. I have one right now that is probably my longest relationship. <laughs> oh, like with a water bottle, and it was my my friend Roxy actually like designed it, and it's just yeah, the water just tastes better out of that container.
1: Wow! I don't know if I've ever seen this.
0: <sighs> I should have brought it up. Um, I'll I'll, I'll attach pictures. We'll attach thank pictures you for the Patreon. Thank you. Yeah. So. Let's just roll right into some of the things we got into in this, this or that, that you were like looking to expand on because (laughs) you're a little bit more of, you know, you're a little bit more of a water expert, if you will. Sure. Um,
1: I will. I definitely
0: will. (laughs) I accept. I accept. So we're going to let you uh, tell the people about. About water, a little bit about water.
1: Great, awesome. So, as a reminder, I'm a registered dietitian. I work in New Orleans. This is a very sweaty, swampy place. And a lot of my clients work out uh, in an unair conditioned, unheated gym. So, temper- temperature control, we are truly just relying on our body's ability to do that and the cool breeze that comes off the Mississippi every once in a while. So, I often hear people say, like, well, do I, there's so much hype around water, do I really need to drink as much water as being uh, expressed to us or marketed to us? And I want you to know that, Mia. Yeah, most of your body is made up of water or utilizes water. Your brain, your muscles are over 70, 70 to 75% water. Your body temperature is controlled by the water that, you know, is floating around in your body, it's utilized for that regulation. It helps regulate or balance your electrolytes. It helps transport nutrients. 80% of your blood is water. So if you've ever been really hydrated and, and given blood, you've probably been told like, whoa, you're hydrated today because it comes out so much faster. I
0: just had that experience this week where it was like the opposite. And I was like,
1: uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. Sorry. <laughs> it's coming out like molasses. <laughs> just like, look at the time. Um And going back to last week or two weeks ago, skin, your skin health relies on your water intake as well. When people ask how much water, uh, y'all, I I try to not get too mathematical. If you can think of, you know, if you want to go half your body weight you can go that way. Some people don't know their body weight. So I tend to just say, you know, are you getting your eight by eight, your eight glasses of eight ounces? If you can't picture or imagine getting that 64 ounces as a starting point, I would think about how much water are you currently getting? And can you add five or 10 ounces a week into your daily regimen so that your bladder can catch up and you're not peeing, you know, in the middle of the night so that you can get up to that 64 ounces and not push it. Some people really push the gallon challenges. Drinking 128 ounces of water a day is likely highly unnecessary unless you have some sort of medical need or medication that requires you to drink that much water. Uh, I find that folks are aiming to pee clear and that actually is a sign of overhydration. You want to pee that mm. like, Kind of just like, school bus yellow or light yellow Um, it can be pale yellow not you don't want that like electric B12 overload (laughs) I'm sure you've probably seen that highlighter yellow pee before you don't want your pee to smell too much like coffee right clear sign that maybe we've had too much (laughs) maybe you're Um, made of coffee (laughs) happened to me. Um, Just knowing that there isn't this need to go all or nothing on water. We talk a lot about sitting in the middle ground or gray spaces with everything with health and wellness and water is included in that. When you think about what counts as hydration, yes, water counts, yes, seltzer counts. And then it comes down to like, well, would coffee or soda hydrate you if you were dehydrated in the desert? The answer is absolutely yes. Would it be the best form of hydration? Not quite. What's the best water? I mean, there is really no best water. It's the water that you're going to drink most consistently. If you're looking for the best balance of water and electrolytes, naturally, that's coconut water. So it's like a fun fact if anyone's interested in that, but I I don't like drinking it. So I'm not going to force myself to drink mm. coconut water. It's just the texture really (laughs) bothers me. So you got a hater. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Please don't heckle me.
1: <laughs> when, okay. and then the last piece here is food. Food counts as hydration. Fruits and vegetables are going to give you water. Yogurt gives you water. So don't rely so heavily on a heavy water goal like, oh, I need to drink a hundred ounces a day because that's half my body weight. What if it was 64 ounces a day and you had three or four servings of vegetables and you also have this happy pea color and you're not dehydrated throughout the day. You have no signs of feeling thirsty or dehydrated. You might be doing great. So know mm-hmm. that hydration is incredibly nuanced. It depends on so many factors. It even depends on our age. Um, there's so, oh, much yeah, at, for sure. so much at play here. We'll talk about exercise in a little bit, but those are my kind of quick facts for hydration. I hope that... I hope that serves you well, y'all. Yes. Thank you so much for that. And
0: what you said during this was like when people start reaching for that higher hydration goal, um, I've heard it actually multiple times this week from a couple, like a few people saying like, Oh wow. Like I didn't realize that drinking more water. Like I realized that I would have to pee more, Mm -hmm. but it's like I'm peeing significantly more. (laughs) And I'm like, wow. Um, Like, that is such a a sign that, like, you're kind of changing your hydration habits, right? Like, that your other habits are changing. Yeah. Not for better or for worse. Like, I'm, like, neutral on it because I don't know any of the other details. But it was funny that multiple people said that to me this week, and I was like, perfect.
1: Yes, yes, I tend to remind people to to go slow when they're drinking more water because they're always thinking of me when they pee. My like, gosh. My dietitian. <laughs> it's Again. To- it's totally not necessary for you to go overboard, but it does hit you when you're like, "Oh my gosh, I've peed 3 times this morning and I typically don't go until noon."
0: <laughs> yeah, and I've also been like guilty of, if you want to call it that, but like of not drinking water because I was somewhere ah. where I definitely didn't want to pee. Um spe- specifically thinking about art shows and thinking about porta potties like yeah. I'm like I'll turn into a prune before I go in that porta potty that's been here for however many hours. Like mm. I would rather not. Um so I think that there's like depending on where people work like you know with teachers like yeah. you don't get You can't just get up and go, um, to the restroom. So sometimes you need to change your hydration habits based on like when you can go.
1: Yes. I have teacher clients, professor clients, and those are real conversations we have like, okay, so we're not having high hydration foods or like chugging bottles of water. If we know that we get nervous poop and nervous pee, (laughs) like we're not going to irritate that system.
0: Yeah, totally. All right. So I loved learning that stuff and let's reframe or think about, uh, water and, uh, kind of that, what we talked about at the beginning again, like the clickbaity, the diety ties that it can have in our lives. Yeah. Anything coming up?
1: Yeah. I think that ultimately I think of what my, no, they, they meant well, my family my doctors my whoever had recommended you're not hungry you're thirsty and not was just i mean i this is a really weird i'm like i'm both (laughs) (laughs) let me be both I really I grew up hearing that and I drank a lot of water and my I remember my mom mom who was notoriously like she was like the diet center control Can that you is... translate what a mom mom is? Oh sure my dad's mom <laughs> with my okay, there you go. um so my mom mom was like the diet culture control center of our, our family and she would always note like oh Riri's drinking a lot of water. She's so good. She drinks so much water. So I really grew up in a household, again, they meant well, where I drank a lot of water because I also was told by my my pediatrician, like, you can't gain any weight. You need to lose weight as a kid. So thinking Mm -hmm. about that, I relied on that mantra of I'm probably not hungry. I'm probably thirsty because somewhere along the line, someone said those, if you get thirsty enough, you're going to get hungry. And I wish someone would have taught me with the signs of thirst. That would have helped, but I never really knew that until I was an adult. Yeah,
0: I I really also identify with that because I feel like I've hydrated myself out of many a meal. Like <gasps> yeah. I've overhydrated to the point where I was like, "Oh man, I probably should have had lunch, but now I've just chugged like all this water." <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sloshing around and the last thing I want to do is like eat a uh. meal. And that's what I actually needed.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yep. All in the name of, I probably shouldn't eat because I probably should drink water first and see if I'm hungry afterwards. That is so dangerous. (laughs) It's like, what a dangerous concept. If you did that repeatedly, you might not meet your energy needs over and over and over again.
0: Totally. Um, Yeah. I didn't even think of that one. I wasn't interested.
1: Really? Oh, I think that's the big kahuna.
0: Yeah, I try to block it out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough, like, fair enough. Um. So the other thing is adding or like boosting water with like detox things. Mm-hmm. Some, some may be naturally occurring, like the apple cider vinegar, but then some of them are like potions.
1: Yeah, we talked about potions a few weeks ago. I see this constantly like, oh, I'll be better hydrated if I add something to it. I will induce or create a higher metabolism if I'm adding this XYZ ingredient to it. And that's simply not the case. Not the case.
0: Um, <laughs> yes, definitely. I, uh, I'm, I've, I've been guilty of like trying like ACV, like apple cider vinegar in, you know, it was like, it was. It was a clickbait. It still is a clickbait. Yeah. I can't believe it's still around. Um but like it's intense and and like I drink kombucha, so I'm basically drinking vinegar, but I don't know. I don't know how you feel about that one.
1: I did the straight shots. Like I would just throw and it in throat. <laughs> oh my gosh, you can actually you can actually burn your esophagus. You can actually burn your esophagus. I know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no. I, I was just, I was doing, you know, cheers to myself every morning because I thought this is how I lower my blood sugar, a.k.a. a person with no blood sugar issues. No pre-existing
0: blood sugar Yeah, issues. no.
1: Uh, just like I was, you know, on that like fear factor train of like, I'm afraid of diabetes. And I did it. Uh, and then eventually when that hurt. And I stopped thinking I was a warrior for it. I was like, oh, I'll put it in warm water with lemon. And some people... It's just like tea. It's just like tea. Yeah, there's some people that this is their routine. And I'm not I'm not cropping on your routine. I am saying you don't have to make that your routine if you don't want it to be. Um, mm-hmm. that's, it feels like, okay, we know apple cider vinegar after a meal can lower postprandial. So, you know, after a meal, we can lower your blood sugar rise but that is not something you have to do because other things also help lower your gonna blood say, sugar it's rise amazing. yeah i mean it like we don't have to be doing this if you don't like something that tastes like fire and ass like you don't have to drink it see
0: i don't necessarily think it tastes that bad um but it is like it is so like sour um it actually, fun fact, the the best use of it that I found uh, is like if you have the hiccups, you can kind of like shock them out of yourself with like taking a spoonful of apple cider vinegar. It's like one of the things that like because because it makes you do that. Wow! It like re- <laughs> resets the hiccups, and I'm a hiccupy person, so that's like a that's a
1: thing. For oh, me. thanks for sharing that with us. I get the hiccups a lot. So you can try it. But the worst case scenario is you do it and you still have the hiccups. (laughs) (laughs) For me, that's rough because I really don't like the smell of it. I like to cook with it. I like to use it with, you know, if I'm making maybe a salad dressing that calls for it, I'm fine with that. But I think I did so many pure shots uh, that it, Mm. it ruined it for me. And also that turned into the apple cider vinegar gummies. And like, it just all got so silly so fast. And it started as this, you know, hydration slash, like, something to drink that makes you feel and look and be better. It's just not necessarily all it's cracked up to be.
0: Totally. I think especially when it comes to these, like, potions, um, we didn't talk about it as much, but a lot of the the potions are, you know, they're laxatives. <laughs> they're laxatives. <laughs> right, right. Um, I also don't, like, I feel like that's kind of like a two two ideas that don't necessarily go together because you're like drinking something that's going to probably dehydrate you if you were like right. on that toilet.
1: Yes. If you Lauren. were on that
0: toilet, you're gonna be you're gonna be fighting for your life.
1: Yeah, there's being that girl and then there's being that girl. Like that's just a whole different set of set of issues. You're dehydrating yourself with your diarrhea. That's that's not it. I yeah. think that they're also the proprietary blends of a company, they don't really have to tell you how much of these ingredients are in it. They have to tell you what's in it, right? Legally, they have to tell you what's in their blend. But we're often sold that this is some superfood, superhero, potent uh, you know package that's going to fix all of your issues, like a silver bullet. And I say this all the time, there are no silver bullet solutions for health. What happens when we put a ton of these ingredients, chemicals, nutrients, whatever they might be, combination of vitamins and minerals load you up with them like we don't quite know what the outcome is just because we know that each of those ingredients has a benefit doesn't mean they all have a benefit together it doesn't mean that you necessarily even need to be taking them at the dose that you're being provided
0: yeah it's uh, it's definitely uh not fun i am lucky to have avoided a lot of that but just uh just listening to other people talk about that is like enough for me. I'm like, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me because you are on the toilet. But <laughs> um, you know, again, these things are getting sold to us, so it's not it's not anyone's particular fault. Just, no, yeah. just to know.
1: Yeah, never feel like we're coming at you, the individual. This really is as as it starts with clickbait every episode, y'all. It really is so much bigger than us.
0: Um, we talked about it a little bit exercising you are in a place where um literally walking outside it <laughs> becomes for becomes like a cardio event because it's so humid <laughs> yeah your body's put to the test um, we, um but yeah i think that's important exercise yeah in water.
1: yeah exercise in water because your muscles are getting hot and so in order to calm and cool your body. That's why we sweat. It's to cool our skin down. It's to help cool the body down.
0: Yeah. Tell that to, that's why I sweat so much. (laughs) I'm really good at it.
1: You're really, you're really hot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Good at regulating (laughs) my
1: temperature. But if you, if you aren't hydrated, you aren't peeing as much and you aren't sweating as much. So you're not able to help regulate your body temperature. It's not a great feeling not Mm -hmm. a great feeling. So I tend to see the puddles in our gym around May, June, July, people just drenched in sweat, leaving a puddle on the ground because it's, it's just the heat. The humidity is one level. And then it's your body just being exhausted throughout this heat. And it's super important. number one nutrient post-exercise is water. That is the number one thing that you can put into your body. Let it cool down before you put food in it. Let it cool down before you chug a protein shake. Like actually give it some time to regulate again. I don't know about you, but like,
0: I, I think my body wants to do that naturally after I yes. move to um, where I'm just like, I can't think about consuming like solid food right now. Like I really need to just chill out um, that drive back from the gym or those few minutes after teaching where I'm just like, okay, like sip on some water, wrap this up and then move on to maybe thinking about having a snack or having a meal. But immediately after I'm like, "Mm -mm, mm -mm, yeah, for me,
1: that is a real natural thing because when you start exercising and your muscles start contracting, water leaves your GI tract and it goes to your muscles. So if you were to say, eat something in the middle of the workout, uh, you will be further dehydrated because you'll be on the toilet like or your food is going to sit in your stomach. I was going to say it's going to sit for me. Yeah, it depends on you. It depends on the workout probably too. Um, But knowing that it's all core (laughs) (laughs) crunches, just all core, just all core movements. And you just had a meal. (laughs) I'm just thinking of like a little dinner roll in there being like, I didn't sign up for this. (laughs) Totally.
0: I was thinking of a bit like a whole bagel.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it's a bagel with a face. Like it's an anthropomorphic food. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. The cramping that I would experience Mm. from that is just like, you know beyond
1: yes and it's because you don't have any water well you do have it but like most of your blood like your circulation is going to your muscles so it's not doing anything in your stomach and it's such a normal reaction to not want to eat because of that so your body can cool down get water flow back where it needs to go and then you can have that that food and feel good
0: yes Yes. (laughs) all right um So I'm drinking out of today a mug. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, but you're drinking out of your cup. Any other, like, how do you start your day with drinking water, I guess? Does it change throughout the day? Does it change throughout the seasons? Because I know for me right now, even this mug is, like, kind of representative of the seasons are changing Mm because I'm grabbing a different vessel. Um, But, like... You know, do you start the day one way and end the day one way? Usually I'm pasta jar in the morning, pasta jar in the night, you know? (laughs)
1: I'm I'm considerably different throughout the day, which I think helps me stay consistent. If it's super Mm. hot here, I am loading up a temperature-controlled type of vessel that's really large, like a 40-ouncer, tons, like almost to the brim with ice and water, and I just sip it all morning long. But lately, I've kind of opted for more of my plastics or, you know, something that doesn't have to be perfectly temperature-controlled, because I don't really mind if it gets warmer as the day goes on, because it's not going to be on fire when I put it in my mouth, compared to, say, July. Um, and then by the time I get home, I'm doing more cans. Like I'll get into like cans of seltzers or I'll do jars like you. And I just kind of float a little bit more freely at nighttime here.
0: Yes. Um, I respect that. And also, you're a little bit more on the go than I am. I am. Of course, like, Mm -hmm. I'm in the house a lot or, like, near it. So even when we're on our walks, you know, I'm getting the water from my house going on. You know, same thing with my workouts. Getting my water, filling my water bottle up at home, and then going to my workouts. Not going point to point to point. So it helps me uh, have a little bit, I guess, less variety in my, my water vessel. But... I do notice that as soon as it starts getting a little bit cooler, my water consumption starts dropping a little. And I think that that's something that I have to be more mindful of because I'm still feeling the effects of not being as hydrated, even though I'm not feeling the effects of the heat.
1: Yes. I was going to ask, because you work out in a temperature controlled space. In your own home with access to water. Sometimes it's like, temperature <laughs> control. I love the Philly summers have been brutal. Um, I know but today was brutal because the heat is on and I'm jumping around. <laughs> 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 out of control. <laughs> temperature out of control. I was going to ask, can you tell in your workouts, like, can you feel it? Some people don't know, and they're just sort of like, uh, I guess I'm dehydrated. They don't know. But other people, they just know in their muscles, in their bones, that they are dehydrated. Do you feel a difference?
0: Um, I don't. I feel like I know when I'm dehydrated pretty much all the time. It doesn't matter if I'm moving or not. Um, I can, like... I'm again we've talked about the skin, but like I'm already like the, the chapped lips queen mm-hmm. like in the winter. Just whatever happens here in Philly, my skin just like starts falling apart and I notice uh more like with the hydration that it's more important to like stay on that. Um but yeah, when it comes to moving I tend to not drink a ton during my workouts, which is a whole, which is a whole vibe, you know, like I'm sure that you're drinking more than I am mm-hmm. when you're sweating a full puddle at your gym. And I'm not, I'm like a before, cause I don't, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to get the middle school side cramp from like over hydrating <laughs> mm-hmm. and then like, overexertion like I have to be really particular and we talked about this a little bit but my nervous stomach like dictates so many of the of the weird habits that I have sure um so like the I like as much as I want to chug a water occasionally in my workout I'm just like that's not gonna be a smart idea you should take a couple (laughs) sips and like chill out and so it's it's been a learning experience for how I want to consume water especially like with my movement practice and even outside of that. But at home I'm drinking out of like 32 ounce pasta, like (laughs) reused glass pasta sauce jars. Um, And we have like so many of them. So many of them. Some of them need to go to heaven. Um, Oh, jar heaven. (laughs) Some of them need to go, but it's like something about them. I just want to hang on to them. Um, So, yeah. That's like, it's mostly jars, mostly jars around here.
1: Yeah. No, I love that. I love the recycling. And I also love that you kind of just know your symptoms of dehydration. You know that you're not going to chug water. I find that's where the straw is really helpful for me. Is mm, mm-hmm. I, it sort of helps me not chug because in those moments where I really, really, really feel like I need water, I will chug half of a plastic water bottle and then be like, I want to go home now. You think you're going to crush it like a bro and just move on. But you're like, I'm sloshing. Like, I can't do this. (laughs) Yeah, I just burp and a tear comes out and I want to go home. (laughs) I've made a horrible
0: mistake. So straws help you with that. With that, uh, Yeah. Especially,
1: that yeah. Especially between like lifting sets. So if I'm like kind of feeling like, Whoa, that was a doozy. If I sit down and chug, I'm not going to be able to like brace myself nearly as well as if I just take a couple sips and breathe and sip mm-hmm. myself. It's hard to do that. And then layer in like three influencers on your time, on your feed, telling you to stay more hydrated while you're in between sets. You're like, oh, I better chug. Oh, yeah,
0: that's just like not, it's not a recipe for me. The chugging is is not for me. Um, I would say, uh, I would ask you a few of your tips for drinking more water, but I kind of want you to do maybe a general, a couple general tips and then a couple specific tips for like how you move and also the Mm -hmm. weather that you're in. Oh, wow. Okay. I know I'm putting you on the spot yes. because you've, you've given us so many gems and you can repeat the, mm. gems um, and you the can repeat jobs them. and the repeat them you can repeat any of them that you need to because we'll really like drive them home for people. But I think that I think that because we're in different climates, it's uh, an interesting take.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I wish we had someone who was high elevation because we're both pretty much sea level. So the yeah. high, high elevation folks, they don't even know they're dehydrated because they're not sweating. <laughs> it's just they're suddenly like, wow, I'm dehydrated. Um, Let me tell you, at, at high elevations, I know they're <gasps> not having a good time. Yeah, you did not have a good time. Your whoop was like screaming at you. Do you remember that? You yeah, were You were yeah. not.
0: Because well. 40% of my blood was sickling in my body and getting no <laughs> oxygen. Like, yeah, I wasn't <laughs> having a good time. I'm, like, sorry, I'm sorry to bring it up. <laughs> like the hybrid vigor was not hybriding yeah. and vigoring there. No. I was not mm-hmm. having a good time. But yeah, so I think that that's also another consideration. Like the elevation and like your tolerance for it. Eventually I would, I may adjust, but like if you're just doing a quick trip, like you need to prepare yourself. Yes.
1: It's so hard. It's so difficult. You're (laughs) just not ready no matter how much you prep. So I think my general tips, again, I will say, please scaffold. Um, if you feel like you need to drink more water because you're just like, you know, I don't like the taste of water. It's not fun for me. I'd rather drink other things. One, recognize that you're drinking other things. Obviously caffeine is a diuretic, so it's gonna induce more pee, more poop, like you're gonna have to release more things. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's dehydrating you. It just might not serve your hydration status if that's the only thing you're drinking. So Recognize that you probably are already doing a great job. We love that. And if you're going to scaffold, go slow, let your bladder catch up, learn your thirst cues, learn your dehydration cues. Those are just good general tips because otherwise everything else I say after this is you know, it's extra. And so if we can nail the baseline, we might not have to put so much effort into drinking more water because we realize, wow, this is a bit overplayed, overdone. Maybe I don't need to buy a $70 cup um, that may or may not help my water choices, but it might Mm -hmm. look really good because it fits in my car. And we all love a cup that fits (laughs) in the cup holder. I do see the value of it. (laughs) <laughs> um, I think more specific tips, especially if you live in a hot or warmer climate or you're super active, is to be proactive about electrolytes. Um, sometimes we think like, yeah, there is nothing better than that flavorful, ice cold, liquid Ivy after a workout. But you also need those electrolytes during the workout and before the workout. So pre-gaming with electrolytes is also a great little piece so that you are kind of going in ready rather than playing Mm -hmm. catch up all day. Um, If you're someone who struggles with dehydration headaches after long runs, uh, that was something I struggled with a lot. And I realized I was losing so much salt. 90-ish percent of your sweat is sodium. Like that's the, I should say, of the electrolytes in your sweat, 90% of them are sodium. So you might Mm -hmm. need salt. And I know we live in a world that says lower your salt intake, but that's also not nuanced at all for maybe a totally, you know, just like you're a human without hypertension. You don't need to take your salt down at all. It doesn't cause any water retention for you and you're sweating your butt off, you might need to actually add salt to your food or add salt to your drink that might actually serve you in your body and your hydration status. I know you're thinking add salt, that's, gonna, that's not going to do it. It actually could serve you better. Um, and I think I wouldn't shame your water game is my last tip. Like, however you need to stay hydrated, whether it's a fancy cup or a Mardi Gras cup that fell on the ground and you picked it up because it was really great. Like, whatever you need to do to stay hydrated, that's your game and own it. And try not to get too lost in the marketing of the next greatest thing, because if it's working for you, it's working for you. And that's great.
0: Yes, I feel like that's a tough act to follow, to be honest.
1: Well, I am sure that you can offer us some words of wisdom on how you, someone who knows that you need to drink water, 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 and doesn't always, how have you managed to just, you know, to go with this, to to flow with it and find the time, find the energy and the attention?
0: I really wanted to bring it back to just me being um, a chaotic person. And I think the number one way I remain hydrated, specifically like from working from home, is that on every level and in almost every room, I have a container of water. And so because we're mostly a water only household, like as far as in those containers, um, it's safe to just pick up a container and know it's going to be water. Uh, the shock is when there's like a different flavor in there. That's always, um, that's always fun. If there's like (laughs) Scott had a liquid, Scott had a liquid IV or something earlier and you pick it up and you're like, Oh, that is not the plain water I was anticipating. But I think even instead of carrying it around and our house by, by the end of the day, looks like signs, um, that there's like jars everywhere and water everywhere. It really does. Um, and we carry them down at the beginning of the next day, every single, every single day. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I think that that has been a game changer for me knowing that like, okay, it's within reach and keeping it within reach um, and making it very simple, like setting myself up mm. for the simplest way to hydrate has been a big thing. And then I think when we're talking about going into a colder season, really, particularly focusing on like do did I have any water today because I hear it from people outside of myself who are in colder climates and it's just I don't know I get like so closed up like all I'm all bundled I'm all this and I'm just not drinking water like I would be and I'm not eating fruit like I would be yes. because it's not in season. It's, <laughs> it's so true. So, like, I'm not crushing watermelon like I do in the summer. <laughs> like, I'm not doing any of those things. And I might not feel as parched, but there are ways that, you know, like I said, my chapped lips, my skin is drying out. Um, or I'm just kind of feeling that little, like, I'm feeling a little sluggish, like you said, <laughs> Get, giving blood sluggish. But... um I think that those are the biggest ones like making it easy for yourself and then finally I am definitely team emotional support uh hydration vessel so that has been that has been a game changer for me throughout like throughout the last few years I I go from vessel to vessel yeah it really makes a difference um to happily be able to fit something either like you said in a cup holder mm-hmm. in your favorite bag in your go-to bag like something that's easy to carry changes the way that I consume water and I think that you know you don't know until you find the one so you can test so them out.
1: It's true. It's true. I had a client this week uh, share a lot about her Stanley and she said the the number one downside to it was that she can't throw it in a bag, just like you named. And like, know your needs. Know what you need that water bottle to do. If it's tipping over and spilling in your car is going to be the end of the mm-hmm. world. For me, it's just kind of fun. Hit a pothole, it falls over. We all laugh. <laughs> me, me, and all the water droplets are just giggling. Like it's just what it is. I mean, it's what it. It's just what happens. But if you know you need something to seal and to be airtight. And to be ice cold or super hot tea, like find that thing. Because unlike buying a planner and it it being the way that you get your shit together, I really do think, like you're saying, having that right water bottle or that emotional support beverage vessel is going to help you get more water in.
0: Yes, it really has for me. And you're so funny saying the seal because just, you know. <laughs> just to go back to uh drinking from the water fountain and being a little kid. Like I feel like uh at my at, at our age, our particular like millennial cross section, plastic water bottles came about while we were yes! like, kids, right? So The pre-plastic water bottle life was, like, dehydrated, little sweaty, baby-haired, puffy, (laughs) like, braids popping out, Lauren. Just, like, (laughs) getting counted down for the water that I'm already, you know, born born a germaphobe. Like, so I'm already, like, this is kind of grossing me out, but I'm really thirsty. So... The five, four, three, two, one, and it like next. Like, I need to get back in line. I would. I did get back in line. Son's going for round two. <laughs> I need to get back <laughs> in that line because I am thirsty. And I would, I had headaches so often as a child. So did I. Swear. I It had to be because I had like three drops of water. I didn't drink milk and that was like the beverage that was being
1: served. So right. So I'm not even getting that. <laughs> No, I, I. you're right. I never drank water in school unless I, like, took a long-ass trip to the water fountain where no one was counting. And I had a lot of headaches. I never even considered that the, it was a dehydration headache until right now.
0: Maria, neither did I. And I'm realizing, like, why was – like, I was so headachy in second and third grade. <laughs> and then by fourth grade or, like, around there for me, I guess, is when the rise of, like, the plastic water bottles – like single use plastic started being like way more popular at least in my memory that's when it happened and i know that because they would break in my bag all the time <gasps>
1: they would oh. break and my,
0: and my homework would be like the top would crack and my homework would be covered in water or i would i'm like the kid that has like the that mosaic looking stain <laughs> <laughs> on the top of their like folder and homework everything's warped and I'm just turning it in like yeah the amount like it was it became a running joke like that I was not allowed to have that because it always broke in my bag oh my god yes like just throwing that bag everywhere most likely but still like I could not do it so that (laughs) is when I think that that our current fixation with like hydration kind of started for me um was like in the early days when water bottles became like a thing like oh i'm gonna pack this in in my lunch or like send your kid to school with, a with water a, bottle. because before those they, little were,
1: ones, they were just letting us they were just letting us go yep, yep. <laughs> letting us go I, parched i completely forgot about the like the coming of plastic water bottle era like the little ones it was always like a treat like ooh, they had the little cuties they'd hand them out yep. But I Right, because they're small. Right. And like you won't have to pee and annoy me as your teacher. I will also name I was gonna ask this in the beginning, but since and then I didn't, and now that we're here talking about water bottles, there was a point where we were allowed to bring water bottles to school. And then something started happening in school with the water bottles, and then we were told no water bottles ever again. Lauren, did this happen in your school? Did people fill water bottles with vodka? oh my god maybe
0: i remember we talked about how i was like a very very sheltered nerd um so maybe i thought you were gonna say that at an even younger more obnoxious age people were taking the empty ones and then
1: shooting the tops at each other always i bet yeah the little Bling. yes that was also an era eighth grade for me that was a big era. oh my gosh okay no
0: we didn't get shut down for that but again it might have been just the quality control that was able to happen at my public high school <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh you don't yeah listen <laughs>
1: If it helps, no, I'm just, I'm teasing. Please we're lucky they're please. here. Yeah, no, <laughs> please don't drink. We had that issue in the middle school I taught at, the high school I taught at. It was, I mean, you just weren't allowed. And then we would have kids with headaches who didn't drink milk and right, uh, understandably so. And that's where we're at. Sorry, Pierce, getting upset, y'all. It was a rough time to be a kid if you got banned, the banned water bottle situation. Yeah, now I have to be desperate to have a plastic water bottle
0: because I just don't want it.
1: Completely desperate. We have them for hurricanes, and I saw Caleb drinking a couple, and I was like, why are you drinking the emergency water? He's like, it's here. It's like, absolutely not. Go get a cup. This is ridiculous.
0: Sometimes I feel like I need to be a little on the go and have one, and Scott's like... That's so we have so many, we have so <laughs> many water bottles and I'm just like, I don't know, like maybe, let me, maybe see. And then I'm always disappointed. Like th- just again, the, the, to my mouth and the, the mouth of the water bottle and to my shirt down my shirt, that's it. That's what's happening.
1: I didn't realize the spill. It goes beyond now. It's the shirt. It's the backpack. You really spill everywhere. It's yeah. It's it, this is a part of me. I'm into it. This
0: is who I am. I'm into um, it. We love you. Yeah. Accept <laughs> me for who I am. <laughs> which is someone who constantly spills. And it's mostly beverages and it's mostly like not it's mostly not staining. It's mostly not a stain situation. So we're okay. I get away with it. But it is a little bit like I know what's coming and I'm gonna have like <laughs> going to have a small to medium sized water. Presence on my shirt at any given time.
1: I had a single grain of rice on my chin last night, and I thought of you. I thought, this, this reminds me a little bit of Lauren. Just a
0: little How bit. How did that happen?
1: I missed my mouth, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's usually like first or last bite for me, where I'm like, I almost made it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. All right. I loved talking about water with you. I really didn't think we would have this much to say. And then we got into the we got into the countdown at the water fountain and just was all over. from Yeah, there. we
1: we had to unpack that. And I hope y'all listening uh, also felt the need to talk through the, uh, the countdown drama because I, I drama or trauma. I mean, I think it's a little bit of both. Uh,
0: they really I'm I am getting retroactively mad about it. <laughs> I am mad about it. <laughs> cuz some people would count faster. Yeah, you may be eligible for compensation. Yeah, you may actually you may be a person who doesn't leave your house without a water bottle if you stood in line and got counted down to drink water and it was way too fast and also you weren't at your preferred water fountain at the school because you went to the one that was in the sun and the water was hot and tasted <laughs> like dirt.
1: And the kid behind you named Sean kept telling you to save some for the fish. Oh! Uh, thanks sean yeah bye sean
0: (laughs) we got to wrap this up i'm (laughs) upset
1: (laughs) well lauren thanks so much for uh for letting me share a little bit about what i know about hydration and i know that we all appreciated you sharing that you could be a chaotic person who still drinks water
0: yes bring bring your uh jars to every room and if they're left over at the end of the night use them to water your plants it. Oh. Love that. <laughs> well, um what are we talking about next week for real?
1: <laughs> Ooh, next week for real we're talking uh, pretty honestly about sleep. So we are having an Ooh. honest conversation about sleep. Sleep is another thing in the routine and wellness space that gets kind of clickbaity, um, kind of like the neck <laughs> the neck uh, posture situation. You also might get ads for why you're not sleeping well and what, what supplements mm. to take. And I swear magnesium is having a time right now for the people trying to get some sleep. So I would love to have you all back to talk about sleep with us. I think it's going to yes. be great. Well, We'll make it a nice,
0: relaxing episode.
1: Ah, uh, Yes. I'll put on my yoga voice so I can match Lauren. I get a lot of compliments uh, about the podcast and everyone goes, and Lauren's voice is just so soothing.
0: My family used to say that my voice could go through a lead wall underwater. <laughs> <laughs> I think your voice must so have changed. Thanks. <laughs> so, so thanks yeah. everyone. Um, yeah, we'll put on our smooth our smooth jazz, like nighttime radio voices, and soothe you all with our honest conversation about sleep.
1: Yeah, we'll be high on lavender and melatonin—that's for sure. Oh, melatonin <laughs> gives me a headache. Anyway, I love you. Love you too. Please rate us Bye. if you love us, so we can uh, keep getting our podcast heard by everyone. We really appreciate oh, yeah. it. Yeah, I always forget that. Thanks, friend. Yeah, anytime. Talk to you soon, y'all. Bye. Bye.